Today, I've got Corey Hickman of Comfort Matters in Minneapolis joining me for a quick talk on how to improve employee attendance. Corey was back on episode 25 a while back where we spoke longer and more in depth on his story in his recent, at the time recent, shift to a four-day work week, which was a great episode. I'd recommend going back and listening to it again or listening to it for a first time. Now, let's jump into it and see what he has to share on this topic. Corey, man, I know you run a real tight ship there at Comfort Matters. And one of the things that I've been hearing from a lot of trades business owners lately is like, how do you deal with attendance and like employees that constantly have problems? Uh, We had somebody in my Facebook group was saying that they've got somebody that gets a tummy ache every week. Uh, And then there's problems with people that don't show up or show up grossly late because they got to deal with the kids in the morning. And That stuff's all frustrating, right? I mean, we're going to customers' houses. We're sending our crews out there. The the calendar is already tough enough to keep as it is, assuming everybody gets there on time. Then you throw a wrench at it when people are not showing up or getting there late, man. You know, hear me out on this or give our audience some kind of insight. Like, where do you guys go with things to make sure that everybody's staying on time and punctual? You know, it's I I 100% get what you're talking about. And I have actually seen a few things that I think about it that have come up in my time. One of the biggest things I can put down to is documentation. So when anybody calls in, and I've had some people, you know, daycare's not right. My wife has to do this at work and I got to be cover this or any of those stories. It's, and you don't have to get a lot of detail, but it's write it down. And that is, I think, a huge piece in a, an employee coworker file is just write down. X and X date, called in, wife had an important meeting, he had to cover daycare. And you start to see trends. And yeah. there's one actually person that just kind of came to my mind as I just thought about this, where I was seeing these trends. And a lot of these trends had to do with Monday night football games or <laughs> Sunday night football games. And typically they were Vikings games. So. And you guys are in Minneapolis, right? Which, exactly. We're yeah. there. And. And there was a lot of consistency. And when you start, I've done this a lot where I've not, I've acknowledged something, you know, somebody says, you know, Hey, so-and-so can't make it child's sick, not feeling well. And I'm, I've got kids of my own. I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. That's, I get it. I understand. Yeah. But when I started writing it down, I started to see trends and I started to see more than once and certain people had no problems and, and others had others. You know, more problems. So then you're like, yeah. okay, what's going on here? Yeah, and I mean, just just documenting it. Sorry to cut you off there, but just documenting it's a huge step because I, I kind of reflect back, you know, and on my career as an owner, there was a period when it was just kind of judging by the seat of my pants or whatever was on my mind. It was like, yeah, it seems like Jim has been calling in sick a lot lately, right? Need to have a chat with Jim. But once you document it and you have an actual record, then you've actually got something to kind of analyze and compare which is what you're getting to. Exactly. And this doesn't matter if it's an hourly person, performance paid person, or a salary person. Salary can sometimes go both ways too. Now, I mean, I've got some salary people that work a tremendous amount of extra hours and super appreciate it. But you want to still keep track because it's amazing how many little things here or there will add up. And you just want to be careful that something doesn't get out of control. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have a benchmark for what 
the acceptable kind of days missed or times late is. How do you handle that when you get somebody that is habitually showing up late or not coming in, no call, no showing, or maybe they're calling but they're still not showing, but just calling 15 minutes ahead of time? Where do you where where do you go on that path as a leader? I mean, what do you do to kind of either a correct the behavior, b discipline the behavior? I guess well, c should be a high, should c would be both a and b is what is yep. what I think the answer would be there. What does that look like for you guys? So I think you need to keep the leash actually pretty tight. Uh, I mean, you really can't if you. This is like anything. It's like children. If you let them go a little too far, they'll take it even further. So I mean, we keep the leash very tight and. And that goes down to even expectation of arriving. You know, so, okay, our first call, let's say, is between 8 and 11 a.m. That means you show up at 8. We've been in situations where people start showing up at 8.15 and 8.30 and so forth. And having a software or something like that that you can kind of track that information. And honestly, if you let it, the more you let go, the worse it gets. So we got to cross the line pretty quick. Uh, If somebody's... So example, for if you're dispatching in the morning, you're expected at 8 a.m., and really if you're missing it multiple times in a week, it's got to be a sit-down. Mm-hmm. And then if this happens again, it goes to a written correction of here's your expectation. 8 a.m. is your first call. And But it really stems back to hiring. And in the whole hiring process, if you find the person that really desires to work, desires to learn, and really wants to succeed with their life, you don't have a lot of those problems. I had an individual actually here at Installer about a year ago that we had multiple situations where he had a hard time making that 7, 7.30 a.m. to the shop. And some days were like 9 and 9.30. Oh, wow. This didn't happen many times, and we had to we had to part ways, you know. And you know, I think part of those things were they were there was some late night gaming stuff going on that I personally don't understand a whole lot. But whatever, I get it. It's cool, you know. I mean, some people love it, and that's great. Yeah. But it would carry late at night, and then it would carry in the morning. And if you show up an hour late or two hours late. One thing we try to communicate is everybody's so essential to each other. Yeah. You know, so like a, our monthly meeting, we have every you know first Thursday of the month talk about how essential our dispatches to the technicians, our technicians are to the installers, and then talk about you know showing up on time, promptness, and then showing like reviews for customers. We get a lot of these customer reviews. You know, so and so showed up on time, prompt, and just reinforcing the value. It's a big value item. So you're, you're, you're wrapping that reinforcement into weekly or monthly meetings and building oh, it into your culture. Monthly at a minimum. Monthly exactly. At a minimum. At a minimum. You're, and, you know, that's like everything in, in life and training is, you know, we train something and then we're like, oh, I talked about it. I should never talk about it again. Well, as we've learned in life, no, we got to talk about it again, probably relatively soon. Yep, that's because one of the, it needs to that's be one repeated. of the things. That's one of the things I suffer from. Is like, well, I just covered this a month ago. Everybody should know this already, right? Well, no, yeah, yep. you, know, you know, monthly is kind of about our time horizon, memory span, you know, where where something kind of fades off. So, yeah, I mean, in training in general, is. aside from hiring and kind of reinstilling 
the value of attendance, the things need to keep being regurgitated and regurgitated and reinstilled through training programs. Let me ask this. I mean, what what would be the kind of limit? What is the limit of where you'd kind of draw the line? Do you have, I mean, do you have a hard line on saying if you miss three days in a month that were not approved, you're terminated kind of thing? Do you have a hard line on that? You know, we generally haven't had to cross in that line a lot, but exactly, you're right. If if I got, seriously, yeah, if we got three calls, you know, so if you call in one day and say, you know, crash course, something went wrong, I can't make it today. Okay, we're going to adjust for it. And this is a big part about a business, though, being staffed properly, too. You yeah. have to, unfortunately, overstaff a little bit mm-hmm. to absorb it so you don't stress the rest of your team out. Because I don't want to stress out the rest of my technicians over one person's misfortune. And we talk about that, though. You know, so it's, you know, Sometimes people have a misfortune. We need to step all up a little bit. And as long as we hire right, they all step up. But exactly, if I did it once and then twice. So example, like let's say showing up at meetings. I remember this was years ago. We started, you know, we were doing our meetings Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. We're doing it. And then there's one particular individual that showed up at 7.15. And I was talking to uh, a friend of mine. He's like, start locking that door. Like, what do you mean? He says, lock the door, lock the training door. And so we did, we started literally, we had a lock on our training room door. And if our training started at seven, that door closed, it was locked. And if you showed up at seven Oh five or seven ten, you didn't get in the room. You waited in the warehouse until everyone else is done. And everybody that would show up late, it would never happen more than once. Wow. And they did not show up late again. I like that just by simply locking the door on them yeah, to, to really kind of door. emphasize the point like, hey, this is this is critical. Like, I really value you being here. We need you yep. here as a team. Yep. Uh, we want you there, you know. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. I was going to say, so final thing here before we wrap up, because we, we're trying to keep this at 15 minutes. And for you podcast listeners out there, I'm going to be trying to do more of these where I you know speak to somebody that's re- got a lot of insight in a specific area and we cap them at 15 minutes. In lieu of not going over a 15-minute time limit on that, I'm not going to keep explaining it. But uh, let yep. me ask you, Corey, one other topic here. Do you have a process for actually approving time off? Oh, definitely. So we have a written. We have to go to a written format. So they complete a, a written request for time off. It gets turned into their manager, the service manager or office or whoever it is. And there's a time period. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's, it's weeks in advance. And then we have a schedule that says, you know, how early you turned in and then your, your tenure, you know, how much experience you got determines what you get. So definitely without a doubt. And that is a, a big piece because if someone doesn't turn in on time and we get a last minute deal, you're low man on the totem pole. Uh, last minute doesn't get a lot of priority. It's the person that plans ahead. Absolutely. So could you share more about how experience ties into this? I wasn't exactly clear on that. So basically what it is, we have a time frame that's set up and it's, I remember exactly off the top of my head, it's, it's at least two weeks mm-hmm. that they have to turn in their time frame, you know, for like, hey, I want to be off X day. And if they don't turn it in that time frame, it's free for all. So if you turn in before that, the person with the most experience gets priority. Uh, if you turn it after that period, it doesn't matter. Then it's, it's first come, first serve. I so see. I think it's maybe it's even a month. Now I say that it could be 
I should look. I don't technically do that with the, the technicians, but yeah. if you turn in a month ahead of time, it's whoever's been here longer gets first priority. If you waited till a month before that date, it's first come, first serve. And we don't want to pick and choose anyone at that point. Gotcha. With that. But it's it's very important, I think, that written documentation needs to come in because I can tell you how many times someone said, you know, hey, I requested off. And then you're like, no, Joe, you're actually on call that week. And he's like, well, but I said I was going to be off. And then we end up with this weird – and that stresses out the office. It stresses yeah. out the managers. It stresses out the technicians. I don't like stress. I want to avoid that. Absolutely. So, Corey, thanks for sharing that with us today on the podcast here. Let's just do a quick recap on it to kind of improve attendance. Number one, I think it starts with having a documented process for requesting time off so that it's not just a free-for-all on time off based on what you said, and then having a documentation system in place for who's taking time off that way, or not who's taking time off, but who is kind of sliding out from under the clock who's you know making those no calls no shows or the unplanned absences or the coming in grossly late having a system to document that so that way you have a paper trail and an actual record of who's doing what and just how much of a problem it is and you can from there set benchmarks and standards to what you will accept and what will ultimately work for your business and you kind of need to find a reasonable threshold and then implement some kind of discipline or standards or corrective action behind it would you agree with me on that? No, I agree 100%. And there's two things I just add to it is... Let's hear it. Make sure you have a vacation program and a time off program that makes sense. This world that you get one week a year and that's all you get. We need to provide time off. You know, we got to give it. A week doesn't cut it anymore. It's not this work five years and you're going to get a week or two weeks or something like that. We got to give some time off up front, make it clear, give people some social time and family time. That's the world we live in, and we need to provide that. That's a wrap on this episode of the Contractor Momentum Podcast, and I thank Corey again for joining me here and sharing his insight. Before I hang up, let me ask you listeners a question. Do you spend your whole day putting out fires? Some of which, most of which, may have been caused by employees not showing up. If so, you need to check out the Scalable Method Framework. There is a process to building a scalable business and getting out of the role of whatever it takes man and into the role of CEO because whatever it takes man is not scalable. If you are the whatever it takes man, you have a job, not a business. If you want more information on that, the Scalable Method, head on over to the Facebook group and just drop a post with the word Scalable Method and I'll hook you up.